following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him. Always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, he realized the pros were all way better than him. So Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. Welcome to the Forbes Sports Money Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Ozanian. On this show, we talk about the business of sports. It's my honor today to have Jim Ursay on the show. Jim, as everybody knows, is the owner of the Indianapolis Colts. Jim, thanks so much for coming on the show. Well, it's it's uh, great to be on the show and, and uh, you know, exciting uh, this time of year in particular. Jim, you will have the... Uh, benefit of four days on me uh, the rest of our lives. Your birth date and my birth date are separated by just four days. You'll always be four, y- four days younger than I am. Uh, oh, wow. So, <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I, I, I bring that up because there are probably some of our listeners who don't realize that at the age of 26, you were the youngest general manager in the NFL uh, and at the age yeah, 36, actually, yeah, the youngest owner. To be technical, it was 24, Mike. 24. Uh, uh, to be official, yes, uh, it was 24, yes. <laughs> so so you've seen a lot uh, over the years. And I, just to start off, Jim, in a broad sense, how has the NFL changed, in, in particular, from the standpoint of you as a GM, and then as an executive and an owner, the changes in the leagues that have happened, how has that changed your role in terms of how you've had to operate, you've had to run the Colts and manage the franchise? Yeah, I I tell you, Mike, these founders, if you will, um, and and you know whether it's it's Wellington Mira, you know, of course, through even um, one generation before Tim Mira. And, of course, just having lost Dan Rooney, which was a tough loss for us because he meant so much to the game. But uh, about the game, that, that, that as much as things have changed, that it's, it's all about the game. And we can never forget that we, we have the greatest game on the planet. You know, it's, it's this team sport that, that brings out all the virtues that that um are just so admired by um so many different people um in terms of how um they they you know look towards their lives um and and overcoming adversity and um you know working hard and and working together as a team uh and, and I think about you know as much that has changed there's no question about it. I mean, the 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 enormity, the size of organizations. I mean, just to look at how many assistant coaches, for instance, that we have, as um, Paul Tagliabue, our ex-commissioner, said in handing the reins to Roger Goodell, as he said, um, you know, the speed of growth and, and the enormity and, and the aspects of how things are going to change so rapidly uh, are going to be tied right in the, uh, you know, in, in the midst of the, 
the change of digital and all the things that come with it and how quickly things change. But but um, through that all, through that all, that the game uh, remaining a great game and us making sure we're great um, caretakers of the game is is critically important for, for us all as owners. Can you just take a minute, please? And, and when you talk about guys, uh, families like the Roonies, the Maras, and, and, and some of the others, and you, you mention how they'll be missed, why were these people, these families, so important? What, what will be missed about them, in your opinion? You go back, and, and these are men who, you know, had to hustle to, you know, get enough money together to get their football team on trains and travel from Philadelphia up to New York to be able to, you know, have the Eagles and Giants play or what have you. And um, uh, it, it was just a, a completely uh, another another time and another era. And, and um, it was such a blessing and a privilege to, to be around. I remember um, going to the wake of one of my my favorite uh, I call some of these guys almost like you know they're like uncles to me and Lamar Hunt certainly um you know uh um you know Lamar just had such a profound impact with his creativity um on on the game and and um and you know I I remember sitting with in front of um you know his his casket at at his wake um with with uh you know commissioner Tagliabue then saying you know him looking at me saying you know well Jim you know there's really you know I mean there's there's none of the guys are left anymore you know it's you and and Clark Hunt and and, and Art Rooney the you know the second and and uh, John Mira um and the the torch has been passed and and a, a great weight of responsibility falls upon your shoulders and and you don't take that um you know responsibility very uh lightly at all i mean again um what lamar liked to say and i absolutely um embrace it and and mention it whenever i can is that we're stewards of the game when i make decisions and and this has been ingrained in me again by these people that have come before me sometimes i may make a decision that's in the best interest of the National Football League and the game itself. It may not be in the best interest of the of the Indianapolis Colts, but but um, but what's most important is the game, and and what's most important, you know, again is, is um, you know how we go forward and 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 we respect and nurture. Um, this incredible game that we have it's kind of like the the best aspect of of our military if you will too is it, it's it's regimented it's disciplined it's organized i i can't even emphasize i really can't about the magic that happens um when you know people come together in stadiums and all over and in in, in in hospitals you know I mean, you know, all of a sudden here are people, you know, in hospitals fighting for their lives, yet the game comes on and they, they take this three-hour break where, you know, nurses and, 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 and doctors and patients alike, you know, under tough, dire circumstances pause for a second and get lost in this incredible 
you know, magical competition that unites us all so much. And, and, and that's where the, the, the magic really lies. We're about, you know, about playing football. We're, we're about the, 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 you know, the inspiring aspects of, of competing on the field and, and, and all of a sudden, um, you know, everyone, you know, forgetting, um, every aspect of of um their differences if you will and we're taking a break to say it's been one month since the announcement of the massive credit bureau breach but if you were among the millions whose personal information was breached your information may have already been out there for at least three months identity thieves can buy your info on the dark web and use it to open new accounts commit crimes in your name even steal from your 401k. Now is the time to get protection. Sign up for LifeLock today. They use proprietary technology to detect a wide range of identity threats and will alert you if your information is being used. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can help you see more than if you're just monitoring your credit. Go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use promo code FORBES. That's FORBES for 10% off your LifeLock membership. Visit LifeLock.com and save 10% now. Sometimes I really miss the fact that the era where the owners were predominantly guys like you and others who grew up with the game, in the game, you know, I would call you a football rat, right? You know, in the sense that people talk about gym rats, they're a football rat, you know, and and they've been replaced by guys who are from Goldman Sachs uh, at the NFL or uh, uh, guys who are incredibly successful entrepreneurs, um, you know, that have bought teams in the last five years. And I don't mean this in a disparaging way at all. You know, I mean, it's 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 great what's happened to the growth of the league and the values. But. Do do you think the league would have been different, uh, or or had had the ownerships stayed more as family businesses, or or not family businesses? What I'm trying to say, Jim, is more with people who grew up with football in their blood, as opposed to people who got really, really, really rich doing other things and then came in. Or or was this a good thing in the sense that these individuals that have come in have helped the league move forward and, and advance its business model? Well, you know, I think there's been pluses both ways. The ideal way when when you've done it like, you know, I have and and now, you know, my girls are third generation owners, you know, uh, you know, John Mayer is a third generation owner and and uh others, you know, I I I mean that's such a a blessing and and Clark Hunt's a, you know, second generation owner, but but at the same time but then you had people that were smart enough, like, you know, Bob Kraft, who, you know, he came in and said, all right, I'm going to listen. I, I don't know this business. I'm not going to go in and just like a bull charging and just say, I know all the answers. I'm going to really listen. I'm going to, you know, interview and pursue and talk to as many people as I can. He did it um, the right way by 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 gently stepping in and my whole you know i i was literally literally you know 11 12 years old living 
in Golden, Colorado, um, living with Joe Thomas, our then general manager, just studying there and asking him a million questions a day. I also literally did, you know, every single job in the organization. I mean, you know, I got paid $5 a week to be, you know, um, an assistant to the assistant equipment manager. So, you know, and and trust me, those were some of the, the, the best times um, that I ever had. They they really were just just um, special, special times. And, and uh, just the love of it all was, was so important. And, you know, I would sit up, I'd come in, and, and uh, you know, I'd come in, and, and I remember, you know, sitting, you know, uh, coming to uh, Glenn Dowdy and, 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 and Lydell Mitchell's room were always the last room on the end of the hall. So sometimes, you know, we, we'd come in after getting pizza late at night and, and I'd, they'd be going to sleep and I'd stop by and we'd sit there and talk for an hour or two just about everything. And they'd say, you know, now, nah, Jimmy, now when your owner, don't forget this and don't forget <laughs> the way we, we feel about this and don't forget. When you, you were know, with these guys having pizza, these players and stuff, and they were saying, Jim, don't forget this when you were owner. Jim, don't forget that. What, what were their main things that they did not want you to forget? And did you remember after you became owner? You know, more than anything is that I think that they really, really, you know, felt, you know, how important it was for me to never change you know that that you know that they sensed where my heart was and that my heart was um an absolute lover of the game you know a lover of the game of football not a lover of um you know wanting to be a huge successful businessman you know one thing that quietly just goes in the background which people never really even understand is that hey you know this is someone who you know literally um had immense success away from the football field to build um a really strong business empire was this investing um, in and, stocks and bonds and stuff like that is that what you mean dairy farms in china i mean a lot of different uh diversified aspects um and and different things like that and we'll be right back after this quick break The Forbes Sports Money Podcast is brought to you by LifeLock. Equifax recently announced a breach of 143 million identities and you need to take steps to get protection. Be among the millions who trust their identity theft protection to LifeLock. Go to LifeLock.com. Use promo code Forbes for 10% off. Hello, Dick Enberg here, and I'm mighty excited to announce the start of my new show, Sound of Success, right here on Podcast One. For 60 years, I've rubbed shoulders with sports greatness, from athletes in the world of football, baseball, college, and professional basketball, golf, tennis, the Olympics, and so much more. Join me as I explore in-depth stories from the greatest figures in the world of sport, and I'll share a few of my own. Download new episodes of Sound of Success every Thursday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, and Podcast Oh, my. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to click on the banner ad entitled, You Won't Believe What These Child Stars Look Like Now. Be dissatisfied, and kind of sad, about how the child stars look. And now your computer is plagued by incessant pop-up ads. Oh, this can't be good. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 clickbait minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to Geico. 
GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. When I first met you uh, uh, about seven years ago, your daughters had kind of just started uh, working for the team. And now, of course, their roles are much more defined. They've gotten much more involved. But, you know, between Carly and Casey and Kaylin, first of all, it's got to blow your mind. I, I would think at times when you sit back at night some at some point or in the morning, you're having a cup of coffee, you're thinking, wow, like I have three grown daughters that work with me it in the cults. And, and then how did it you, really does, how did you figure out their roles? Like who would do what? You know, it happened very organically. You know, I think it was the essence of how critically important it is, you know, for family to be close and to to be unselfish and, and to um, really, you know, depend on each other and be willing to pass the ball more often not than shoot the ball. Looking out 2022-2023, you know, what's going to be the most important issue at that point that you like to be able to make a move today to be able to prepare for? Yeah, I, you know, again, um, uh, of course, there's always some trade secrets you're going to remain close to the vest (laughs) and and that's the nature of things. But I can only say I can speak, you know, obviously, pretty much in, 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 in pretty specific generalities when I talk about saying, you know, that, that I, I really do believe that, you know, when, when you look at, um, you know, again, I, I started the conversation about talking about the importance of our game. And, and it, it, it's so important that our game, you know, and, and, and I've, you know, spent enormous amount of hours with football people talking about, you know, their concerns about, you know, what have we done with, you know, the the practice um, schedules that, that have been reduced uh, uh, by a, an enormous amount and what have we done in terms of reducing, you know, contact, you know, as we practice and prepare for games and how has that hurt our product on the field and 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 there's a way to get there you know some people just like to complain and sit you know all day long and complain about you know oh you know this is just unfortunate you know i don't understand why you know well my comment is you know well okay that's fine you know i i appreciate you know you know um you know the, the aspect of being passionate, but hey, let's go do something right. about it. All right, let's go do something. And there's this new term, and it's not that new, but it you know the, the term of, of of unintended consequences. So it's been a term that's kind of become you know a more um, popular uh, in boardrooms and and think tanks. Uh, uh, I would say over the last uh, eight to ten years, more than ever. Unintended consequences. What impact, if any, do you think the national anthem protests by the players are having on TV ratings? Is is that something that bothers you? And, and, and do you think there's a solution to that? You know, um, once we really get get to you know break this down and get under the hood, you know, we really understand that we're actually saying the same thing. And it, it, it's just so unfortunate. As we say, we, we're given a special platform because of the popularity and love of our game. Okay, so let's make sure we're using the right platform, you know, to, 
get across what we're trying to accomplish right. because it's such a shame when we have such a great message right. you know and in this case what a tremendously important message you know and, and it's such a sensitive message because i mean damn it our police put their lives on the line for us day after day you know for 40 or 50 thousand dollars a year i mean they are putting it on the line for us you know and at the same time you know we also you know had this situation where there's some place right now you know in the wrong part of town I, I, I mean, where someone's getting screwed over because the way they look, because their hat's sideways, because the, whatever, their skin is this tone, because, you know, they, they, they drive with this kind of music, you know, going on or what, what no no happened, i get it you, know? I get it. you make a lot of I, you make a lot of sense i i know the values and and what you believe in and and what you'd want your daughters to carry forward but and all the positive stuff if you were to tell them one thing that uh you did whether it be running the team uh but as pertains to the nfl and you say look you know I did this, maybe it wasn't the right thing, do this instead. What would be the one single thing that, that you'd like them to do that perhaps you did not? I think my kids are doing a pretty good job of it. I struggled with it because I was such a vicious competitor. Just I just was. I just, you know, so win, lose, or draw, that does not define the, the type of person that you are. In other words, you know, if you lose, you are not less than. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. you are not less than. Now, if you didn't give your full effort, you know, you have to look in the mirror and make some changes, okay? But if you gave everything you had and you lost, you know, and you're feeling less than, you know, and then that less than spills over to you mistreating, you know, maybe the ones you love kind of close to you driving home from the stadium or whatever, you, you know, you, you you don't want that. You don't You don't want to go there. And, and I guess that's just talking about that that emotional, you know, maturity aspect. So, you know, I, and if I guess, you win, you're not you know, more than two, right? Same thing works you're both not ways. More than absolutely not, Jim. That's a that's, great message. Um, I can't thank you enough for your time. Uh, I, I, I always love talking I, to you, my I, friend. Well, I appreciate it so much. And I'm going to end this with this 10 second blurb. It was a great story. It was told at Wellington Marriott's funeral is, you know, John was telling the story, is, you know, Wellington, you know, one of his younger sons immaturely, you know, blurted out, you know, to to this third-string quarterback who replaced this, you know, injured quarterback before him, you know, and he threw yet another interception, and 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 Wellington's youngest son, one of the younger sons, said, what the hell are you doing out there, you know, and, and disgust towards this guy. And Wellington sternly, you know, put his hands on his shoulder and looked him straight in the eye and said, son, what he's doing out there is the best that he absolutely can. And that always stuck with me because that, that is what, you know, these wise founders have, 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 have taught, you know, people like myself. And, and that is... Um, you know, the aspect of, of um, integrity, you know, the virtues that, that make our game so great because 
in the end, hey, it's about being a better person when we walk out of the stadium, not being having a better record. Jim Ursay, one of the winningest owners in football since he's taken over ownership of the Colts. And I, I really hope everybody out there listened to this message because it's not just about how to run a football team. It's about how to really run a better life. Jim, God bless you, and uh, I look forward to talking to you again real soon, my friend. Well, I appreciate it, and we're big fans of, of all the stuff you, you guys do, too. So I so, uh, hope to see you down the track soon. Thank you, sir. All right, man. Thanks. Bye-bye. That's it for this episode of Forbes Sports Money. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with a comment or question, please email us at sportsmoney at podcastone.com. That's O-N-E dot com. What's happening, guys? This is Chael Sonnen, America's favorite gangster. Make sure you check out my show, You're Welcome, right here at Podcast One. I've got guests like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Dana White, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and upcoming Brad Pitt and Will Smith are going to be in studio to talk about upcoming projects. Go, listen, enjoy, check it out. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Send a pigeon, send a fax, write it on a postage stamp. Just make sure you are listening to your welcome at Podcast One or download and listen on the Podcast One app. I can't believe it. That Philip brought his little brother on our mission into orbit. How long until we get there? How long until we get there? How long until we get there? No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with GEICO. What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? Don't don't, don't touch that. Believe it. GEICO could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I'm Rita Foley with an AP News Minute. London police have arrested Julian Assange on extradition charges to the United States, as well as for violating his bail. Assange is accused of publishing classified documents through WikiLeaks. In 2010, he told Sky News he was worried about what the U.S. might do to him. The United States recently has shown that its institutions seem to be failing. Uh, They are failing to follow the rule of law. And with dealing with a superpower that does not appear to be following following the rule of law, is a serious business. He also said in 2010 the U.S. officials had threatened him and those associated with him. There has been many calls by senior political figures uh, in the United States, uh, including elected ones in the Senate, uh, for my execution, uh, the kidnapping of my staff. Edward Snowden, the former security contractor who leaked classified information about U.S. surveillance programs, says the arrest of Assange is a blow to media freedom. I'm Rita Foley.